Welcome to the Prosperous Piano Teacher Podcast. I'm Ashley Young, pianist, instructor, and business coach, and I'm here to help you dream big about what your studio could be if you are willing to open your mind and level up your business skills. I'm going to share the tangible strategies that I've learned for streamlining and scaling your studio so that you can align your business to work for your life instead of letting your business control your life. I am so happy that you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome into the Prosperous Piano Teacher Podcast. I'm Ashley. If you are new here, welcome in. I am so excited to be here on the mic with you today. And welcome back to all of you that have been longtime listeners, or those of you that have been with us since the beginning, or those of you that are on your second or third episode. I am really inspired today, and I'm really excited to dive in and to talk to you about today's topic. This episode is going to be a completely different episode, actually, and a different vibe than the original episode that I planned out. I had a different episode outlined of what I was going to talk about today, and I kind of threw it away. <laughs> and the reason is because I was originally going to do an episode on like strategic and tangible ways to move past mental roadblocks and put your ideas in motion. So like, what do you do if you want to create a course and like you don't know how to like host all the videos? Like where do you put the videos to get them to the people? So it was going to include like very tactical things like that. But I have had so many coaching sessions lately and even conversations like in in my business mastermind and like with friends of just people getting stuck on the mental roadblocks and not knowing how to put ideas in motion from a more psychological and like mindset point of view. And specifically in the coaching sessions that I've had with clients in the last couple of weeks, that's a lot of what we've been talking about. And so I was gonna give you those tools and resources, but I'm going to do something different. This episode is gonna look a little bit more like a pep talk. <laughs> it's gonna look a little bit more about like that mindset piece. And I promise you, you will walk away feeling inspired. So stick with me and you'll have to let me know if you want the other part of that episode, maybe I'll do a part two of like the things I was going to talk about of like the, the strategic and the tangible, you know, actual tools and resources that you can use to, to, to make that next step. If you genuinely need to know, like, what is the next step? Like, where do I put the videos for my course and things like that? Okay. So it's all related, right? Like it's all related because of course the tangible stuff is really important. And I, I know that that's so important, but the mindset part of it is, I think even a little bit more important. And I'll tell you why, because anyone can kind of Google how to do something. Like if you're wondering, you know, what course hosting platform you can use, you could find like 15 blog articles in the next 10 seconds that are going to give you the pros and cons of each. They'll give you the cost. They'll break down why, why it works, why it doesn't work, what the pros are, what the cons are. But when it comes to the mental side or the mindset side, that is the journey that is really always with us right? We might learn skills and we might feel like right now, like, oh, I, you know, that really clicked for me and I'm not going to let that hold me back anymore. But when it comes to the mindset piece, I think of it as much more of a daily practice, right? Like we have to figure out, we have to have, figure out how to have those ahas. We have to have those ahas. And then we have to choose to show up every single day and to practice what we learned in those ahas and to actually apply that information. So I'm going to give you an example from my own life and then we'll dive into this pep talk slash these tips. So one of the things that I, I would say is like a lifelong journey for me is this idea of playing small versus not playing small. Oh my gosh, it comes up in every part of my life, but of course it comes up in business because it's, it's a, it's an area that I struggle with. Right. And so I have to actively every day, I have it written on my wall. And if you 
well, it's actually, it's on the part of my wall that you can't see because it's not like behind my piano. So it's not, if you watch my YouTube videos, it's not what you see in the room, but what I stare at when I'm recording my videos and when I am on my Zoom calls and when I'm doing my work from my computer, I stare at a thing that says, don't play small. Oh, among many other things that I have to remember, right? And like affirmations and all of these things. And maybe one day I'll do a, that'd be a good episode of like, what do I stare at while I work? <laughs> what are all the things I try to program into my mind? Um, but one of the things that it says on that paper is don't play small. And every day I have to choose and I have to remember and I have to read that paper. Oh, right, don't play small. And it's a really good reminder because I have to ask myself frequently, like when I'm making a business decision of like, okay, this is how I'm gonna do this or this is how I'm gonna show up. Okay, wait, is this me playing small? Or is this me acting in a way that's in alignment with what I want for my future of like, not playing small, right? And so that's one of those mental things for me. But I had this aha many years ago and it's not like having the aha, oh, I tend to play small, I need to not do that. That is not enough. I have to choose every single day to remind myself not to play small. I have to stop myself before I make a decision and ask what does the playing small version of this decision look like? And what does the not playing small version of this decision look like? And so that's what I mean when I say like the mindset stuff, it really follows us on our journeys. It's not something that you like, figure out and then it's fixed and it's done. It's a daily practice. And so I've said it before on the podcast. I, I, I feel like I say it in every episode, but I know that's not true. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Your business growth is always a reflection of your personal growth. And so if you are making time every day to like read books that are helpful or to listen to podcasts like this, that infuse your brain with good information that's helpful and you're actively working on your mindset, you're actively creating the, the type of person that you want to become, you're gonna have that success that you desire. But if you're like dreaming about a day when you can have a type of business that's way beyond what your business is now, and you're taking all the tangible steps to get there, but you're not addressing the mindset piece, it will be the end of you. That it's going to prevent you from getting there because it's such, it plays such a big part. So that's what I talk about, or that's what I mean when I'm talking about like these mental roadblocks, these mindset issues that genuinely prevent you from getting where you want to go. So I'm gonna dive into the tips and I have three outlined and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna like let it flow a little bit. We'll see if there ends up being more, but I have three outlined that I want to touch on. And I'm not even gonna tell you the mental roadblocks because I think you could take these three tips and you could apply them to any situation and actually how you hear these tips, they might resonate with you in a way that's very personal that might be slightly different than how they resonated with me, but I know they're gonna resonate in some sort of way and I know you will hear truth in them. So let's dive in, let's talk about these things. And before we do that, if you wouldn't mind, if you are getting value out of this podcast, if you enjoy listening, please take a screenshot, share it on your socials, tag me, send it to a friend, share it with a group of piano teachers, share it at your mu next music teacher meeting, just share it and rate and review it. It means so much to me and it helps me get the word out to so many more people and I would be forever grateful and I will send you a really nice mes message back if I find uh, that you have either shared it or that you've rated and reviewed it. Okay. So the first thing, we're gonna dive in real heavy right now, the first tip, and this is honestly, I need a better word than tip, because this is like, I, I don't want you to just take this and be like, I can do this or not. The first thing that I want you to do with absolute certainty from this point on for the rest of your life is believe that you are worthy of whatever you desire. Believe that you are worthy of a better life. Believe that you are worthy of a better business. Believe that you are worthy of a better schedule. Believe that you are worthy of different clients that take your business as seriously as you do believe that you are worthy. I personally believe, and I've seen it time and time again with coaching clients, and I've seen it with friends, and I've seen it with family members, and I've even seen it in myself, that 
If you are along a path where you are trying to do something, you're trying to better yourself in some way, but you don't actually believe that you can do it, you will never do it, right? And a lot of the times that people don't believe that they can do it is because they don't believe they are worthy of it. So this of course comes up. We've talked about this before on the podcast with money, right? Like if you want to be making more money, but you don't believe that you're inherently worthy of making more money, you're not going to. If you want to only work certain hours, but you don't believe that's the kind of life that you can have because you've been taught from a young age that in order to make the amount of money you want to make, you have to work hard or you have to be willing to work nine to five hours, you're not going to get there. And so I want you to make a shift. I want you to think about why you believe you're worthy. And this is this is actually really prevalent in like the artist community and in the piano world because a lot of us start out playing the piano and whether that was when you were a kid or when you were in college or maybe even now you're giving performances. It's really hard not to slip into like, ooh, I'm good at this because people say I'm good at this, right? So I believe I'm worthy as a musician because other people tell me that I am. Whew, it's a hard thing to learn. And I find that oftentimes people that have longevity in music, meaning they make music a career and they are still at it after many years and they didn't sh shift or change at some point, they've figured that out to some extent. But you are worthy because you are worthy, period. Not because you're a good pianist. Not because you are excellent with working with kids. Not because you are willing to put in extra time that no one else is willing to put in. None of that matters. You are worthy because you are worthy. You're worthy of a better life. You're worthy of a better schedule. You're worthy of any of the things that you desire simply because you're worthy. Okay, that is the first thing. I want you to adopt that belief and I want you to choose to believe that from now until the end of time. All right, the second thing I want you to do to overcome these mental roadblocks is to stop asking for permission. Okay, and I am clapping when I'm saying that. And this is a lesson that I have, these are all lessons that I have to work on too. So I know you might not actually be asking for permission. I mean, maybe you are, maybe you are. You might be actually like, polling your friends and polling your family members. Like, is this something, you know, I have this desire of like, I really, I want to create this digital course, but I'm not sure if people would buy it. What do you think? What do you think the price should be? What do you think? That's kind of like a secret way of asking for permission. And I used to do this a lot. Um, the other ways that we ask for permission is like, we don't just believe that we can just go out and do the thing that we want to do. Right. And a coaching client recently said this to me and it, I, I, I loved it and I felt so connected to her in that moment because I have actually felt this exact same way. And I know that other people have as well, where we were getting to the final stages of like, we had her course mapped out. She's going to be teaching and offering this live group class um, to people. And we had it all mapped out. And I was like, okay, cool. We're going to write the email. We're going to write the content for it. And then we're going to start promoting it. And she just, she kind of looked at me and she was like, I feel this is so weird, Ashley, but I feel like I, I'm like waiting for someone's permission to like put this course out into the world. And it was, it was such a, it, I appreciated her vulnerability so much because I've been there and I still get there sometimes where it's like, you know, especially in the school system of like, yeah, you did a good job. A plus. Yeah. You did a good job. A plus you can move on to the next assignment. It's like in real life, nobody's giving you that permission. The only person that can give you that permission is you. And so I joked around with her and I was kind of like, okay, well from now until the end of time, like I give you permission to do whatever you want to do. You know, if you need that external permission here, I'm giving it to you right now. Ashley Young from the Prosperous Piano Teacher Podcast gave me permission to do my business ideas or to do that next big thing that I want to do. Okay. So I'm giving you blanket permission, as long as you're not hurting other people to do what you want to do in your business, all the things you think that are going to take it to the next level. But that permission is really going to be a lot more meaningful when it comes from yourself, when it comes from the inside, when you stop seeking that external validation, that external permission, because it actually doesn't matter what other people think. What matters is what you want and what feels in alignment with you. And sure, 
there are people further along the journey that can give you advice and that can guide you and that can help you and that can coach you and that can really make a difference in helping you get to where you want to go. But at the end of the day, you are the only person that can give yourself the permission to go after what you want. And you're the only person that can actually take the steps to get there. Right. And one of those steps might be, you know, asking people or involving a coach or something like that. But you have to be the one taking the steps. A coach cannot create a, a course for you and sell it for you. That's not what coaches do. You have to be willing to do it. So stop asking for permission. Give yourself permission. And I give you permission right now. And just believe that you can do it because you want to do it or because you desire or because it's in alignment. And stop asking for that external validation, that external permission. The last one we're going to talk about is, ooh, this one, okay, this one is, a, it's slightly more on the tactical side, but it also is very mindset oriented. Um, I want you to believe in what you do so much so that selling it doesn't feel icky, okay? So this is a big one. And I used to believe that sales was icky too. And I used to struggle with that a lot. And I've talked about it a lot on the podcast and I, and I have other episodes where we talk about how to get over that. But at the end of the day, if you believe that what you are selling gets people results and helps people and increases their liveliness and their life and makes a positive impact on their life, sales will not feel icky. Okay. And so if you are trying to sell something and you feel a little bit icky about it, you might not believe in it fully. And oftentimes I find that teachers don't believe in something fully because they're like, well, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it has a hundred percent success rate. I've only tried it with 10 students. It doesn't matter. Get behind it. Believe that you are capable of doing it and choose to believe that it affects everyone's lives positively. If you have any evidence of that, you are likely right because teachers have big hearts. We care about helping people. We care about making a positive impact on people's lives. And so if you're selling something simply just to make money, then yeah, it's probably gonna feel a little bit icky. But if you're selling something because you're like, oh my gosh, I, I genuinely have the answer to this problem you've been experiencing and I know it's going to change your life in a very positive way, that is a completely different energy. And sales doesn't feel icky, okay? Sales are not, sales is not bad. Like selling people on things is not bad when you know that what you do changes lives. So I'm going to give you a little bit of an example here. So I encounter so often people that don't want to sell their lessons or don't want to sell their course or their program or whatever it is because they don't want to feel icky. They don't want people to think that they're just trying to sell to them to make money. Okay. But if we go back to point one, you are worthy of your desires. You are worthy of money. You are worthy of making a living. You're worthy of supporting your family, right? So we've already established that. Two, look at all the sales that happen in the world. This is something that I, I, get, I geek out on a little bit. And then I also get a little bit mad at the world and I have to take a step back from it. But look at all the things that are being sold to us constantly, because we are constantly being sold to, right? Constantly. And there are millions of products in the world that do not make the world a better place. There are millions of products being sold, being sold very, very well, that in fact make the world a worse place or that in fact don't help people. And I'll give you an example of something that I consume regularly that probably isn't the best for me. I love ice cream, right? I know this might be a silly example, but I love ice cream and I 
am sold ice cream all the time because I'm a sucker for like, if someone's like, oh, we created this new like non-dairy, it's so good. It tastes just like real chocolate. I'm like, sure, I'm gonna try it. Is there like this golden secret answer of like ice cream I could eat? And it would like be like eating vegetables, but it's actually ice cream and it tastes like ice cream. I know it's a losing game, you all, I know, but I'm a sucker. And so I'm sold to all the time. Anytime there's like a new kind of ice cream that's like a little bit healthier or a new kind of ice cream that like doesn't have dairy or something like that. I just love to try ice cream. Now, at the end of the day, is ice cream affecting my life positively? Sure, in the moment, I love ice cream and it brings me some joy and I like to eat it. But when you think about the long-term implications of eating ice cream, if I were to eat ice cream every single day, it's not good for me, right? It's not good for my body. It's not good for my mind. And we all know that. There is plenty of statistics and information and studies that they have done to show that eating high amounts of sugar every day is not something that is good for us. And yet there are uh, maybe not millions, thousands of companies out there who make it their sole job to sell sugar to people. That's mind boggling. That's insane. Those are the people that should feel icky about sales. The people that are selling things that directly are adversely affecting people's lives. Those are the people that we need to question. That is the kind of sales that I would maybe put a little bit of a question mark there and say, mm, I don't know. I don't know. That's a little bit icky. You as a piano teacher that wants to change people's lives, that wants to impact one of your students' days in a positive way, that wants to show up and make your knowledge and your expertise available to more people on a larger scale so that they can go after their dreams of playing the piano better or of learning music theory so they can understand the language of music or of making piano lessons fun for little kids so that they have like a joy, a joyful time in their week. None of that is icky. That is all amazing. Those are all noble goals that really make the world a better place. And so the whole purpose in that silly story about ice cream is that if you can get behind what you're selling, if you truly believe that what you are selling is going to impact the world or someone's life in a positive way, you don't need to feel icky about it. Okay. Because we're all being sold to constantly. It is the world we live in. It's, it's the way the world operates is that we need money to buy things, right? But sell something you can get behind, sell something that you feel passionately about and that you know will make a positive impact on people's lives and on the world. And you don't need to feel icky about it. Okay. And that means that you can then set that belief aside and work on the, the skill set of like, okay, so how do I sell in a way that feels authentic to me? How do I present this information to people in a way where I can communicate that value and where I can show up and really make them a promise that I can keep of like, this is how I'm going to impact your life on a positive way. This is how this is making the world a better place. I appreciate you for sticking with me on my soapbox because I just felt really really inspired to share that with you and to go through those three things, those three beliefs, those three mindset shifts, whatever you want to call them, if you can adopt them and if you can write them down and really come back to them on a daily basis and remind yourself of the fact that you are worthy, remind yourself that you don't need to ask for permission and remind yourself to create things that impact the world in a positive way that you can really stand behind so it doesn't feel icky to sell them, then you will move past those roadblocks right? And you will be so much closer to putting your ideas in motion. And every single day when you choose to believe those things and you choose to show up in those ways, it's going to be easier to take the steps that you need towards the direction of the things that you want. So let me know, find me, go to Ashley Young Music Studio on Instagram 
or reply to one of the emails that you get from me about this podcast or post in the Facebook community um, and let me know, do you want the second part of this episode? Do you want the episode where I go into the tactical of like, okay, this is where you can host videos or was this helpful and, and, or was this helpful? And in general, I'm very curious because I've noticed that a lot of people are listening to the, to the podcast episodes that revolve a little bit more about this mindset stuff and about like money mentality and, you know, that kind of stuff. And I'm, I'm just very curious to know what is the most helpful information for you to hear, because I want to make sure that each week when I come and, and spend time with you in your ear, that I'm giving you the most valuable information that helps you the most. So please let me know, post about it in the Facebook group or reach out to me on Instagram and let me know. That would be amazing. You are amazing. Go forward, take steps in the direction of what you want. I cannot wait to be with you next week. Have an amazing week. We'll talk soon. Hey there. Thank you for being here. I love connecting with you every single week. And one of my favorite parts of connecting with you is actually getting to know you. I created a free community for business-minded piano teachers to come together every single week, connect and learn even more tangible strategies for business streamlining and scaling. You can join using the link in the show notes, and I can't wait to get to know you.